Hello, it's Sarah here. I'm so glad you are listening to the Heart to Heart Outreach Podcast. One of my greatest passions is ministering to women, creating a space where they can learn from others and ultimately becoming the women God has made them to be. This message you are about to hear will surely do that for you. Why not share it with a friend as you grow together in Jesus? Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, one of our videos. Um, from Heart to Heart, and this is Sarah speaking. Uh, thank you for, for being here and listening to this. Uh, once again, I would like to uh, remind you to like and share, subscribe and comment on, on the YouTube and let us know how we are doing and how these things are helping you. And as I said, um, I will be bringing different uh, things, but you know, I'm dwelling on a narcissistic uh, personality disorder as usual, and which is one of the abusive uh, personalities. And uh, so uh, last time, I think in my last video, we spoke about smear campaign as one of the psychological mechanisms that uh, narcissistic uh, people employ over their victim to make them submit or just punish them anyway for not doing what they would like them to do. So um, I have uh, another one um, of, of those mechanisms that they usually employ, which is uh, gaslighting. And um, I'm going to start with uh, the definition of uh, gaslighting as the dictionary as, uh, says it, is when someone tries to convince you something happened uh, but it didn't. Uh, it didn't really happen. But the person is trying to convince you that it, it happened. Uh, they may say you keep leaving the door unlocked, and you know you haven't left ever left the door unlocked. You went and checked. You locked and you went and checked to make sure that you locked it. And they keep saying you have left it unlocked to a point where. They exert it too much, so much so that you begin to believe that maybe you may have left it unlocked and you are losing your mind. That's the main A. And uh, it is also when someone tries to convince you that something didn't happen when it actually did happen. An example is, I never called you a worthless idiot. Why do you always like to lie like this when you know they have been calling you names so many countless times but they are point blankly denying it to a point where they it can they, they do it in, a, in a, a psychological manner in a way that it convinces you that actually you they haven't really done that and then you know that's how they can continue the abuse when they con they convince you that things have 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 not happened when they have happened or things haven't happened when they have happened that's when they exert the power and control over you and then when someone makes a target look like they have a problem with their memory uh, is one uh, of the examples I heard you say it. You never remember our conversations. Uh, that, that's the, the narcissist saying. When you said, you know, I didn't say that. They say, I heard you say it. And they, they can insist so much so to a point where you think maybe you did it. You just forgot. When you really didn't say it. And they know you did say it. But they just want you to start doubting your memory and doubting yourself to a point where 
you 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 rely on them because you 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 just can't rely on yourself any longer because you're getting things wrong according to them someone who is gaslighting will try to make a targeted person doubt their perception of reality they alter reality for you the narcissist will convince the target that they are overreacting to an event they then present their own thoughts and feelings as the real truth so everything that the narcissist say is the only truth everything that you say no matter how true it is is never the truth that is now putting you on the on on on, on the place of not getting things right not remembering things always saying wrong things and that's how they exact this abuse over you this power over you uh, making you now rely on them for everything because you are unreliable gaslighting is an abusive tactic aimed to make a person doubt their own thoughts and feelings it is often subtle especially in the beginning when they are still grooming the target to believe the false narratives for example if the target tells a story the abuser may challenge a small detail and then the person may admit they were wrong on that detail and then move on the next time the abuser comes back and say and uses that uh, that example to discredit the target by questioning their memory the person may argue back at first they begin to sense something is not right but because each incident is so minor they can't pinpoint any specific cause for their unease uh, uh, over time the target start to second guess themselves they don't trust their emotions anymore they don't trust their memories anymore because the narcissist keeps negating and keeps bringing their own version their own uh, narratives against that of the target to a point where the target starts to be convinced slowly slowly that my memory there's something wrong with my memory there's something wrong with my emotions why am i reacting like this the narcissist says it's wrong when i react like this when the narcissist does this to me i shouldn't react that way if i react that way it's wrong so that there must be something wrong maybe i'm the only one that reacts this way and then you start to doubt yourself when actually your emotions are relevant to what is happening and your memory is quite uh, at its uh, best and highest functioning mode it's just because this person is setting you up to doubt yourself and then depend on them so um the process gradually chips away the target's confidence and self-esteem they may come to believe they deserve the abuse where does this uh, gaslighting uh, uh, origin originate from it uh, it is said it originates uh, f uh, with a 1938 play called gaslight in the play a woman's husband tries to convince her that she is mentally unstable he makes small changes in her environment uh, adjusting the lights putting them uh, at dim and uh, at random and then when she says oh the lies have gone dim the husband says no you are imagining things and then they keep changing making little changes here and there until uh, the wife uh, in reality the wife can see that the life were dim 
a, you know, a second or two minutes ago, but they are back to, uh, you know, full light. What happened? Was I seeing things? And then the narcissist says, no, these lights are bright. Can't you see they are bright? Yes, they are bright, but they were dim, you know, two minutes ago. No, you are imagining things. And he knows very well that he went and dimmed them. This is just a tactic to make somebody look like they are losing the plot. They are losing their mind, you know. And then um, why do they do this? They do this to cover up their lies. They do this to gain control over the person, as we, we said earlier, that the, the main aim of the narcissist is to gain control over the victim and, and abuse them at the maximum level of abuse, to cover up emotional abuse, to gain power and to dominate. Warning signs of a, a gaslight. They tell you something is true, but that goes against something you have directly seen, just like in the dimming of the light and then you may have had something and they say no that does didn't happen uh, you may have experienced something and they say that that didn't happen for example they deny they said something that you remember them saying or deny that something was there or happened when you clearly saw it and you saw you saw them see it too you were both there. You both saw what was there. But they say, no, that wasn't there. And then it becomes an argument to a point where you give in to it. And, and if it happens over time, you start to doubt yourself. If you live with this person and, and there's no other um, maybe third person to say, yeah, that thing was there. I saw it too. It's just the two of you. Then they get away with murder. They are powerful. They are overbearing. They are abusive. They, they are all sorts. You are just a normal person who's not out to harm anyone. And then they end up now overpowering you. And, um, you know, over time, you start to believe that there's something wrong with yourself when actually there's nothing wrong with yourself. Uh, another example, they claim you said something that uh, uh, you don't remember saying. And if you question their version of the truth, they react negatively and mostly lash out verbally or it can even be physically. They continually bring up the topic and to try to bully you until you accept that they are right. So if you don't accept they are right, they will... Uh, I mean, you won't sleep that night up until you give in and say, okay, you are right, that didn't happen. And then they win. Uh, their version of events somehow always has them in an innocent or positive position with you as the person to blame. So that's, they work it all out so subtly to put you in the wrong and they are always on the right. So they are always the one that is right. They are always the one that is normal. They are always the one that is has a sound mind. You are the one who is uh, to blame. You are the one that is unstable. And they mix praise and abuse. When you accept that they are right, they shower you with affection and kind ways. When you don't, they turn nasty. And that's when they can really they can smear, smear campaign. They can uh, do all sorts of things just to destroy you. Just because you, you stood your ground and said, I saw that thing and I say I saw it. They accuse you of doing things that they have in fact done or are doing. For example, if you catch them cheating on you, which is a, a very um, classic example, 
they claim you are the one that is cheating and can even go around telling everyone uh, when they they well know is not you but them this is the same as projection so they mix these uh, defense mechanisms they, they project what they are doing onto the the victim and then to to to, to a point where um the victim knows they are not doing that thing but they, they they get so twisted in their mind through these uh, tactics and through this uh, constant abuse to a point where they might as well just admit that they are doing it, even though they know they are not doing it. And then the narcissist would have gone out anyway to smear them in that area and telling everybody that they are cheating when they, when he knows he's the one cheating and not uh, the, the, the target uh, uh, or the victim cheating. So that's how damaging that can be. And everybody else will treat the target and the victim according to the version or, or the narratives of the the narcissist. Can you see how bad and vindictive this can be? It is really bad. And um, you know, for example, if you um, uh, another uh, uh, another example is that they turn people against you. Same as a smear campaign. We mentioned that they bring a third person into your relationship. It is called triangulation, and then um, it could be literally or it could be. In reality, it could be literally or, or, or figuratively. You know, they they, 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 they they always bring somebody who can compete with you or who can who they can uh, bring into competition with you so that they can always praise that person, you know, and then, and, and then uh, uh, like the narcissistic mother with, with the son and the husband when uh, she brought them into competition and, and trying to emasculate the husband by elevating the sun all the time so the, the the narcissist will do this will bring a third person a, a, a third person and this third person is always the person of the same sex as the as the victim and then uh, they 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 praise this person they like this person they like everything about this person they criticize you with everything everything of yours is not is not up to 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 to, to um you know to to, to, to class and it's, it's low, it's nothing and everything about that person to a point where you uh, the, the aim is to get you to doubt yourself. The aim is to erode your self-esteem. The aim is to uh, uh, further isolate you because you are going to give up and uh, not even want to come out any longer and 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 try new things because you are going to fail anyway as far as the the, the, the narcissist is concerned uh, it can never work so you stop trying even and and then you know that's how they get you now to a place where they can abuse you even even more uh, uh, they uh, they uh, they use uh, techniques, uh, techniques that uh, can take uh, many forms. And sometimes it can involve manipulating a person's environment behind their back. And we, we, we touched on this when we were talking about this smear campaign. They, uh, they manipulate your environment to a point where the environment where you are tends sour towards you, is unfavorable 
towards you. We mentioned in the smear campaign that it can be with your family, it can be with work, it can be with church, it can be with neighbors, it can be with friends, it can be with almost everything. The narcissist will make sure that they smear you and that they manipulate the, that environment where you are to a point where it's unbearable for you. And then maybe you keep losing friends because of the friends are becoming nasty to you because they had uh, uh, what the narcissist is saying about you. They become unfriendly and then uh, maybe they leave you or maybe you leave because they are treating you bad. And then the narcissist turns around and say, she can't, if he, she can't even keep a friend. Uh, in the case of work, you change jobs because the environment, uh, the, the, the narcissist has uh, manipulated the work environment so much so that it affects you to a point where either you get sacked or you just leave because it's unbearable. And then they turn around, the narcissist turns around and say they can't keep a job. And then with your family, they do that as well. Make, uh, turn you against your family and turn your family against you. And then you, you, you lose touch with everybody. They lose you, you lose them. And then he turns around and say, even his her family doesn't like her. When they know they are in the middle of it and they are the one orchestrating it, that's how vindictive these people can be. And 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 they can really destroy somebody if they really set set out to do it. And they do set out to do it, especially in cases where the person has left them and abandoned them. They feel that deep rejection. They feel that deep shame that has been triggered by the abandonment or the leaving of, of, of the person. They will go all out to see that they punish that person to the core. And um, another um, technique is uh, uh, withholding. This is uh, when uh, the narcissist refuses to listen to any consents or pretending not to understand them. When uh, the victim has consents, the narcissist doesn't want to know. They just don't want to know. That's how unkind and uncaring they can be. You know, when they all need the care from the the, the, uh, the understanding, the care, you know, from the, the, the victim, when is the, the victim's turn to get the care and the understanding, the narcissist doesn't want to know. Trivializing. This is uh, asserting that a person is overreacting or too sensitive about a hurtful behavior. Like uh, the examples that we gave that the the narcissist can do something or say something hateful or do something hateful. And then when you point it out, they say, I never did that. I never did that. To a point where they get, they get you to a place where you say, or maybe I'm just imagining it because they will reinforce that we're imagining it. So they trivialize. Sometimes they won't deny it, but they will say, I was just joking. Everybody was laughing at this joke. It's just you. There must be something wrong with you. You know, you are so antisocial or so asocial or whatever the, the term that they want to use or so unsociable. You are unfriendly. You know, everybody was laughing at the joke, but actually they were making you a spectacle in front of everybody. They were making that joke, cracking that joke at your expense and getting everybody to laugh, not at the joke, but at you.
And when everybody was laughing at you, not at the joke, they say people were laughing. And you know that people were not laughing at the joke, they were laughing at you. And the narcissist was getting their ego elevated at that time when that was happening. Because now they can put you to, under their feet and then they, they get elevated. They are superior in front of all those people because they have you as a stepladder to climb on and, and go higher. That's how they function. That's how this personality functions. And unfortunately, this happens to the people closest to them who are in most cases are their partners or their spouses. Uh, they like using these words overreacting or too sensitive, da da da. And and when they know that your sensitivity or your emotion is relevant to what they did. They want to make you feel like uh, that was nothing. Nobody saw anything out of it. You are the only one. That means there's something wrong with you. Um, a gaslighter often uses what they deem as the target's mistakes and overreactions to turn themselves into a victim. For example, an abuser may scream accusations at a person until the other party must raise their voice to be heard. Uh, we mentioned this with the smear campaign, that they can start an argument in the house. They have already conditioned uh, the neighbors to, 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 I mean, lied, slandered you uh, uh, to the neighbors to say, you are so horrible, she's so horrible, such a horrible person. You, you will see she shouts at me in the house. You know, she's so aggressive, da, da, da. Then they now set the stage. They, they provoke you in the house. And then as they provoke you, they nag, 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 nag. And then they raise their voice and then they, uh, when you now match their voice because they provoked you so much that you couldn't contain yourself. So you are now uh, getting into, drawn into that argument. Then they walk out of the door uh, uh, still talking. And then you follow them because uh, whatever they are doing, you want them to listen to you. You want them to listen to you. So you follow them. As you follow them, you are getting out. The neighbors are now watching. And then you are the one now shouting. They are now not shouting. They are now just getting out. You are following them, shouting behind them. Then the neighbors are looking. Then who is the, the, the person with the problem? It's you. Then they go back to the neighbors and say, I told you that this is what I get in that house. Making themselves looks like a victim when indeed you are the victim, they are the abuser. And uh, um, how it affects you, you feel different, like you are not the same person you used to be. You find yourself questioning your memory. You feel like you are always doing things wrong, always to blame for, th for something. You make excuses for behavior that is objectively abusive emotional, physical, or sexually, you know, and you become isolated from the people you trust, such as close friends and family members. The narcissist would have played a role in the withdrawal from, uh, from, from your withdrawal from those people, as I said earlier. You constantly second-guess yourself. You don't really trust that um, your emotions are appropriate to events. You don't uh, believe that your memory is working well. You think, oh, because he always says, you don't remember this, you don't remember this, you never remember anything. When that never happened, 
And then when you remember something is that that never happened. Where do you get that from? You're always imagining things. And then you start to believe that, oh my God, maybe I'm getting something. You need to see a psychiatrist. They will even suggest that you need to see a psychiatrist or a counselor because you are the one that is sick. When they know that they have manipulated the situations to make you look that way. Um, you become isolated from people you trust, such as close friends and family. The narcissist would have played a role in that in that uh, situations where you withdraw and you, you become isolated. You suffer from emotional disturbances, such as feelings of uh, hopelessness, depression, and anxiety. And gaslighting may lead a person to develop mental health concerns, the constant self-doubt, low self-esteem, hopelessness, and confusion can contribute to anxiety, depression, PTSD, and codependency. And victims of this uh, type of relationship, they almost always end up with one or all of, of, of this uh, mental health uh, concerns if you stayed too long in the relationship that is you develop self-blame for having not seen it early enough and stayed when you saw it coming you saw the red flags and you stayed you now blame yourself why did i stay you develop distrust to pe to people you become guarded always watching over your shoulder you may become a people pleaser and too submissive, running a risk of becoming a victim to uh, subsequent relationships. How to fight gaslighting? How do you fight it or remedy yourself uh, from it? The first step is to recognize you are being gaslit. You have to admit that I'm being gaslit here. To know you are being manipulated and that you are not insane, you can determine your own reality more easily. You need to stay with that truth. You saw the lies were dim. You saw it and not not once, you know, it's, it's always happening. And he keeps saying you are, you are imagining things. When he goes and dim the lies for you to just see for two minutes and then and then and push them back again to 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 to, to full, full full light and then and then, and then makes you feel like you, you are losing it you stand with your truth that's how you 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 fight uh, this castle you say i know what i saw and i stand with that and then um ideally if you are experiencing a type of abuse the advice is to get help and possibly leave the relationship i mean Really and truly, if you are being damaged, it's not worth it at all to stay in that relationship. Yet, sometimes barriers prevent a person, you know, people who have um, prevent a person from leaving, people who have children, people who are married and, you know, depending on the type of marriage that you got involved into, children involved and all that. So it's not always easy, you know, leaving is not always uh, the, the best option for some people. But if nothing is tying you up to that relationship, you can just easily call it a day. Uh, don't take responsibility for the other person's actions. The other person may claim you provoked the abuse. All abusers, whether they are narcissistic, they are antisocial, or they are a full-blown uh, psych psychopath, you know, they will always blame you for causing them to abuse you. They never take responsibility for their actions. It's always what you did caused me to do this to you. Never accept it. You are not responsible 
for how they control their emotions. They need to control their emotions and not act impulsively. That's their responsibility. It's not your responsibility. So you take control of um, that as well. Don't sacrifice yourself to spare their feelings. Even if you dedicate your whole life to making this person happy, you will never completely feel the other person's desire for control. They have this deep desire to control. You can never, you can never get rid, no matter how you care, no matter how much you do what they say you must do, no matter how much you cater for them, no matter how much you try to fill the void, the control is always part and parcel of them and they will always endeavor to control you people who guess uh, gaslight others are often trying to fill a void in themselves but they will not fix their heart by breaking yours you are not going to allow them to fix their own brokenness by breaking you remember your truth just because the other person sounds sure of themselves doesn't mean they are right the abuser may never see your side of the story, yet their opinion does not define reality, nor does it define who you are as a person. So their opinion, they are opinionated. Uh, one, you know, one uh, uh, character of narcissistic people, they, they give unsolicited opinions everywhere they go. They know better. You know, they are the one with the answers. Don't fall for that trap. Their opinion of you, how they view you, how they perceive you in that horrible way they describe you or they say they see you, that doesn't define you. That is not you. You know who you are. And there are good people out there that know the person that you really are that can negate what the narcissist is saying about you and you can stick with those people who know you for who you are do not argue on their terms if the other person is uh, fabricating facts you are unlikely to have a productive discussion you may spend all your energy debating what is real instead of making your point the other person may use gaslighting techniques to declare they won an argument because the, the narcissist has to win they have this desire to win to have the last word but you do not have to accept conclusions based on a faulty premise. Prioritize your safety. Gaslighting often makes targets doubt their own intuition. But if you feel you are in danger, you can always leave the situation. If there are threats of violence, you may need to consider involving the police. I mean, you know, you, you don't have to die first before you, you, you know. You are taken to, to police station. It is often uh, uh, safest to treat every threat as credible. Remember you are not alone. You may find it helpful to talk about your experiences with others that can listen. Friends, family therapy is a safe place where you can talk through your feelings and memories without judgment. Therapy is worth considering too. You know, a trained counselor can recognize uh, what you are going through. They can tell when you are being gaslit. They can tell it at once by your history, by what you are telling them, what, what brought you to them. They can tell that this is a case of uh, gaslighting and they will know how to deal with it, especially if they are a specialist uh, counselor. 
they can also teach you how to resist psychological manipulation in severe cases they can help you develop a safety plan for leaving a relationship if it's really severe even if you have children but you feel like you know you need to really leave then they can facilitate and help you um, you know maybe signposting you to people that can help you so this brings us now to the end of uh, the uh, mechanisms and tactic uh, that uh, narcissistic uh, people uh, use to further abuse their victims there are many and we will do them one by one so as i said in the beginning yeah just check out uh, check out our website and support in in ways that you can support us and just let us know as well uh, how we are doing so until uh, the next time that's goodbye from me